son though he was, he learned obedience from what he suffered. And when he was made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. This is a profound passage from the letter to the Hebrews. That Jesus, the eternal Son of the Father, he learned obedience. The Son loves the Father. The Son always obeys the Father. But in the flesh, when he comes to suffer for us, he learns obedience and is made perfect through his obedience. Every child learns obedience, and every parent tries to help that child learn what it means to be obedient, what it means to love what's good, even if it's hard. And God chose that the Blessed Virgin Mary would help Jesus from his conception until his glorious death on the cross, and she would help him to learn obedience through his sufferings so that he might be made perfect and become the source of salvation for us. This perfection is not a, a kind of moral perfection. He was, Jesus is morally perfect, but perfect meaning complete, full, entire, total. On the cross, he makes his final and total and complete gift of self. He becomes so perfect in the gift he gives in the suffering of his human body. At the cross stands these few disciples and the mother of Jesus. And Mary, being a good mother, helps her son to, be, to grow up, helps, her, helps him to make the sacrifice. She's prepared him, she's loved him, she's prayed for him. And now on the cross, Jesus is not held back from suffering, held back from pain. Mary is not a bad mother who prevents her children from doing hard things out of fear. No, she fully embraces his mission as his companion, as the woman. This harkens back to Genesis, where the man and the woman were companions, and they were meant to be freely obedient to the Father, to help each other grow up in what it means to be in communion with God at all times. So this deep mystery for us today is, is manyfold. First of all, Jesus is on the cross. He's suffering, and his friends are there in agony. Jesus sees his mother and the beloved disciple and he says to his mother, Woman, behold your son. He calls her woman. This deep and mysterious name from the very beginning of creation. Mary is the woman as she stands by the man suffering in holy obedience on the cross. And she is woman because, as woman, she's called to this vocation of motherhood, not only in the motherhood of Jesus, her son, but in the motherhood of the beloved disciple. 
She becomes mother in a new way, in a more expansive way. She now becomes, for the disciples of Jesus, like Eve, the mother of all the living, the mother of every disciple, and even the mother of every human being whose heart is made for Christ. And he says to the disciple, Behold your mother. He makes the following of himself. He makes our discipleship a bond of spiritual family. That though we are not the bloodstock of Mary, we are her spirit children. She's our mother. She loves us. And we have a kinship bond with her because of the will of Jesus. Our sufferings are taken into Mary's sufferings. Our joys she rejoices in. She is our companion and our friend as we grow up in being holy and entirely obedient to God in imitation of our Lord and King. It says that from that very hour, the disciple, the beloved disciple, took her into his home. If you read the literal Greek of the New Testament, the word is actually not into his home. It's actually different. It actually says that the beloved disciple took her into his own. O-W-N. Meaning everything. He took her into his own. He took her into his whole life. He took her in. Everything that was his now was shared with her because of Christ's Love for them from the cross. And for this reason, the church throughout the millennia has always had this deep, loving affection for Mary. Not only as someone to imitate, not only as a model of holiness, but as one who lives with us. As one who, whom we've welcomed into our hearts. Who Jesus welcomed into his heart time and time again, even in his deepest suffering. She was there the woman, the mother, the one who did not keep her children from growing up, but who let them embrace their deepest identity as beloved children of the Father. Today, as we receive the Eucharist from this altar, the risen body of our Savior, let's also receive Mary into our own. Our mother, our companion, our friend, the one who stood by her beloved, obedient at the cross.